You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Well, We're back on the Pipeline Show, continuing on with the Memorial Cup Coaches Show, Coaches Slash GM Show, and my next guest is uh, Coach and GM of the OHL champion Guelph Storm. Uh, welcome back to the program to George Burnett. Uh, Coach, uh, tell me about that series wrapping up against the Ottawa 67s. And uh, I, I guess the theme for you guys in the playoffs is your ability to come from behind. Quite remarkable. But uh, maybe reflect on that series against Ottawa. They certainly made you earn it. Absolutely. They were a great team. Uh, had a great start to the series. Uh, getting behind is not something that uh, we wanted to uh, wanted to do. It worked out that way in the last three rounds. Uh, our guys showed uh, a tremendous amount of uh, calm and resiliency and uh, I think our veteran group uh, uh, was a big part of uh, keeping keeping things, uh, um, you know, calm and cool at, at difficult times when we were up against it, and uh, we were able to find our way out of uh, the holes that uh, that we dug. As you said, never part of the plan to have to come from behind, but you did it in three consecutive series. And going into a tournament like the Memorial Cup, where it's it could be over quickly if you, you get behind. Um, knowing the fact that you, your team has that resilience to them, that's got to be a confidence builder for them and for you as the coach. I think it has helped, uh, you know, in the confidence that the team has had. I think, uh, you know, even in the final game against Ottawa, we were down uh, two nothing after first period. Uh, uh, they they had had an excellent period. We really struggled. It probably could have been uh, a greater margin, uh, uh, a greater deficit, and, and uh, we had a great second period, climbed back in with five goals. But but uh, in a short term event like the Memorial Cup. Uh, uh, not a position you want to be in, having to come from behind. Uh, being ready to start on on Saturday night is uh, is essential. We've uh, uh, we're able to get the extra day or two's rest by uh, winning Game Six here at home and not having to travel back for Game Seven. And uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we've been able to utilize that time for uh, rest, recovery, and some refocus here uh, after uh, uh, enjoying it for an evening. Uh, uh, the championship uh, to get refocused, uh, have a good couple of days of practice once we land in. Uh, uh, Halifax uh, tomorrow afternoon. Why do you think you, you did fall behind in those uh, those last three series? Is it just starting on the road, the home team has the advantage. Is it just the way it works out like that, or do you think there was a reason? Yeah, I'm sure there's that's that's part of it, but uh, clearly, uh, uh, I guess if we had the had the complete answer, we wouldn't have put in that situation. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it it happens. I thought uh, a couple of games were one sided. Uh, you know, you come off a big, you know, going from London, which was a very emotional game seven to. Uh, uh, to Saginaw, I, I think we were we were still thinking about what was behind us and uh, and not uh, not a chance to refocus with the quick turnaround. Uh, uh, not an excuse, but just uh, you know a fact of uh, the circumstance. Uh, I think in the Ottawa game uh, uh, again a, a quick turnaround from a game seven in one side of the uh, of the province uh, all the way across to uh, you know to Ottawa and, and uh, we got behind quickly there and they're a team that uh, all all three of those teams are teams that strike quickly and if they they smell blood or see blood then they're uh, they're going to uh, uh, they're going to kick you when you're down and and they did and uh, we uh, we deserved every bit of it so I, I think uh, um, getting getting ourselves out of those uh, uh, those holes that we dug was uh, was helpful I think our, our leadership group is is quite strong and. Uh, led by our captain Isaac Ratcliffe, but also supported by uh, you know some kids that we brought it, brought into our program during the season, but also uh, some kids that have been here through the the uh, the lows and and uh, and have a chance to experience the high this year. So uh, it's it's been an interesting group, uh, a group with a lot of uh, experience and uh, some championship experience, and it's very important that uh, um, you know we take advantage of, of their uh, their experiences as we move uh, move forward to the Memorial Cup. 
Well, it's a good segue as I want to get into and asking you about uh, some of the individual players. Uh, George Burnett, the uh, head coach, GM of the uh, OHL champion Guelph Storm, uh, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, let's start with Nick Suzuki as a uh, guy who led the OHL playoffs in scoring by a long shot, 11 more points than anybody else in the league. Yes, played a few more games than your counterparts with Ottawa, but 42 points in 24 games. He's been everything you hoped he would be, I would have to assume, after uh, picking him up uh, earlier this season. Absolutely. He's, you know, he's, uh, uh, one, he's very soft-spoken, quiet young man. Uh, but uh, when he speaks, I think uh, everybody's listening very attentive, attentively. Um, I, I know that uh, he's, he's had big games when, when we needed someone to, you know, to be a difference maker or to, to uh, give us an edge or give us a push over the top. I look at his, uh, uh, his game, uh, uh, six and seven, uh, five, six and seven, really the whole series, but game five, six and seven versus London when we were up against it, uh, uh, the last few games against Saginaw trying to dig out of the three one hole there, uh, and, and throughout the Ottawa series, uh, win or lose, uh, he's, he's led us offensively, but, uh, he plays in all key situations. He kills penalties. He blocks shots. Uh, um, you know, his, his face offs, uh, are, are key, uh, being on our top line. He sees the other team's top player most nights. Um, and he's making everybody better around him. But I, I think most importantly is just his, uh, the uh, demeanor that he brings to the table every day. He doesn't get riled up. Uh, um, he's he's uh, he, he's able to you know keep his uh, keep his head in difficult situations, and I think that's rubbed off uh, uh, on everybody around him. And I think he's been a great asset, uh, very close uh, friend with Isaac Ratcliffe, our captain. They were minor hockey teammates. Uh, were drafted off the same minor major team, and I think they've really enjoyed. I know they're, we've, we've, we have them living together. Uh, that was their choice, but uh, but uh, uh, they're they're good lifelong friends. Uh, before uh, before this season, I know they were excited to have a chance to to finish their OHL careers together and to have a, win, a chance to win a championship and participate in the Memorial Cup uh, and have another a chance at another championship. I think will be uh, uh, you know a big thrill for for them. I don't want to speak for them, but I know that. Uh, uh, that familiarity uh, between the two guys has really helped uh, our group uh, lead our group. Now, when you made that acquisition to to pick him up from Owen Sound, was that knowing that relationship with Isaac Radcliffe and just how how tight they are, was that a, an added bonus, or was that one of the reasons why you thought he would be a good fit? Well, I think when you look at, we didn't anticipate adding, you know, or making as many changes as we did. Uh, you know, a couple of those additions were. Kids that I had knowledge of with Hanley and Entwistle, I drafted them in Belleville and Hamilton and had experience coaching them. They were champions last year in in, uh, in Hamilton of the Ontario Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that experience and knowing the character of those young guys was was easy for me to to uh, you know to to bring them in. Um, you know, a number of these kids were teammates. Uh, four of them were together in Owen Sound and a real good program there, having chances to win the last couple of years in deep playoff runs. Um, you know, Isaac's relationship with Nick, uh, absolutely has, uh, had, had a lot to do with, you know, being willing to, to make the move, I suppose. Uh, um, Mackenzie and Jack were teammates, former teammates. Uh, three of these guys had played together on the World Junior Team, uh, just, just at Christmas time here. So there was a lot of familiarity, uh, amongst the group. It wasn't, uh, like we were bringing in, you know, eight kids from all different parts of the province or different teams, uh, and, and with, Kids today, in, in general, they're you know, they're playing in U15, 16, 17, 18 tournaments and representing their countries and their provinces. Uh, they know each other, and uh, uh, I guess that's uh, the great thing about it. There was quite a bit of familiarity with our group, despite uh, the number of changes that were made uh, uh, prior to our, our deadline in January. 
Uh, tell me about Nate Schnarr, who uh, led your team in scoring during the regular season with over 100, uh, 100 points. How's he been in the playoffs for you? Nate's had a, a terrific season and playoff. Uh, you know, a, a young man that uh, I think last year had, if I correct, I think he had 39 or 40 points last year. Missed a, a good chunk of the season after shoulder surgery in the summer. Uh, so he was late getting to the, uh, you know, getting started and, and had, uh, you know, lots of bumps. When you miss six months with shoulder surgery, uh, it really puts you behind. Um, you know, earned a contract uh, with uh, Arizona this year during the season, well-deserved. And has been a young man that uh, uh, will play with anyone, play in every situation, uh, very passionate, uh, loves to play, loves to be on the ice, uh, kind of guy that you've got to, you know, you got to kick him to get off the ice uh, at the end of the day. And, and he's really, uh, you know, one of those kids like Isaac or uh, Samarukov, for example, uh, Cedric Ralph, those kids have kind of, uh, Anthony Popovich, our goalie, those kids have been through, you know, four years of uh, a couple of tough ones and, and seen, uh, seen the light a little bit last year and, and uh, I think we're really excited when we were, you know, we were adding to our group uh, to to uh, uh, give ourselves the best chance to to win. And uh, uh, it's nice to see those kids persevere through some difficult times and and uh, and come out on top. It says a lot about uh, them as young men and uh, uh, their work and and ability to kind of stay with it and uh, and persevere. Coach, I'm uh, located near Edmonton. Obviously, I have to ask you about Dmitry Samarukov, the uh, defenseman who the Oilers drafted and has just had a fantastic uh, regular season and even better uh, postseason for you. For the sake of Oilers fans, uh, can you describe this guy and what he's meant to your team and, and what you should what they should expect of him at the next level? Well, easily could be our MVP uh, in the playoffs as well. Uh, his his uh, ability to defend, uh, to be uh, you know big big hard hits. Uh, uh, play against the best player every night. Play big minutes every night. Uh, skates uh, like uh, you know many of the uh, uh, stars of the past, many years past uh, in in that uh, uh, in that organization. I know that uh, uh, he'll uh, he's put up big numbers. Uh, I, I don't think that's his number one uh, asset as far as running the power play or or being uh, leading the team offensively. But he's certainly done that this year. Uh, played very confidently. I think his numbers in the second half and in the playoffs are kind of through the roof uh, from where they were prior to the season. Uh, I think his season was really kick-started. Uh, had a good first half. Uh, we were a good team, not a great team, a good team. But his World Junior uh, with his uh, uh, home team, uh, with Team Russia, was was outstanding. And he, he really didn't drop off at all when he returned. He uh, he led us through the second half uh, and has uh, had a playoff uh, a very memorable playoff here on nearly 30 points. Uh, scored big goals, uh, led our power play. We've made a few adjustments, and he's uh, he's taken them uh, uh, with a great deal of pride, uh, all the challenges that we've put forth. And uh, he's tireless. Uh, he's a special uh, young man and uh, uh, has a bright future in the National Hockey League ahead of him. Last individual I want to ask you about is your netminder, Anthony Popovich, who might not be a household name across the uh, the, the country, but certainly in OHL circles, he's earned a lot of respect. Uh, you, you can't win without strong net mining. I assume he's giving you that. Well, he is, and he's an interesting guy. He was—he didn't play as an underage player, didn't play as a 17-year-old, played only, I think, seven games or had seven wins uh, in a tough season. Uh, um, we we kind of stuck stuck with him, and he, he had a good, good rebound last year in his first opportunity to kind of be the number one guy, uh, winning 30 games. Uh, real steady, uh, hardworking guy, very unassuming. Doesn't doesn't want to to be in the limelight or looking for the credit. He just does his work, uh, very businesslike. Uh, responded this year with a just a solid season, and uh, but his playoff has been uh, 
you know, when you look at the numbers, you know, sometimes they, they might be a little bit misleading, but when you're, when, when you're behind and I think we had seven elimination games that we faced there, uh, uh, your goaltender has a big part to play in, in us uh, being able to respond in all those games and coming out on top. And, and I think that, uh, you know, Ansi deserves a lot of credit. Uh, he's, uh, uh, when he's had a tough period, uh, he got behind with two tough goals the other night against Ottawa in the deciding game, and but really responded with uh, a wonderful performance over the last 40 minutes and, and uh, uh, led us and one of the one of the guys that certainly led us to a to a final game victory. So uh, I'm happy for him. It's nice to see good people from good families, uh, um, you know, come out on top and and uh, and get some recognition uh, through their hard work. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm sure lots of heads are being turned with his performance, and hopefully he'll have an opportunity to move on uh, at some point in time and, and, and play the game that he loves. And, and that's what you like to see, uh, uh, you know, from from every man that, that puts the type of effort in that, that he's been able to do over the, the number of years that he's been here. Coach, you've been to the Memorial Cup before, OHL champion back in 1998. Uh, what's the challenge now from your perspective as the coach uh, to get the guys uh, ready to, after a emotional OHL playoff, to ratchet it up once again uh, for the Memorial Cup. What's the challenge? Well, you know, three of the four teams are coming in as champions. There's no question. Uh, Halifax being uh, uh, the local team, uh, you know, they've got that home ice advantage uh, uh, in their favor. I, I think the, the refocus is the most uh, most important. To, you know, making sure that you're in the present. You're not thinking too far ahead. Uh, being one game uh, round robin uh, uh, versus each uh, each center, uh, you know, digging a hole is is difficult to get out of. I know in my two previous experiences, uh, we lost to Portland in game one in '98, and uh, uh, they were the ultimate. Uh, they beat us in the in double overtime in the final, and uh, we lost to Spokane uh, in overtime in game one in Kitchener, and they ultimately went on to win the Memorial Cup. So, um, starting well is important. Um, trying to be as healthy as we possibly can after a little bit of rest this week. Uh, having a good travel day tomorrow, but uh, practicing well and being well executed. I think the key is is is, is clearly uh, uh, starting well, but but uh, focusing on the things that are most important to your team. And uh, we can we will know our other teams as as all the teams in the tournament uh, will will know each other very well. But but making sure that uh, we're we're taking care of the things that make us uh, our best and uh, uh, and and focusing on that. Well, that was going to be my next question, whether it's uh, you adjust things for the opponent or at this point in the year, do you just trust that if you execute your game plan, you're going to have success? Well, uh, executing our game plan and playing the way that we want to play is most important. Knowing your team, knowing their key personnel, uh, knowing their tendencies, uh, uh, passive-aggressive, their special teams, uh, you know, their key points of attack, uh, all those things are very important. We'll learn some of those things as we go through the tournament and you get a chance to see teams play live, but uh, there's there's lots of video, there's lots of homework being done, uh, uh, there's lots of detail. Um, I, I I still come back to making sure that uh, that we're doing the things that uh, that we do best and uh, do best, and trying to impose your will on your opponent. There's no question that uh, uh, we want to try and play the way we we play, not uh, not have to play the way our opponents play, and uh, that'll be our our. Uh, our, our focus for this week of preparation and as we go through the tournament. Lastly, uh, your first game is on Saturday against Roy Naranda. Uh, again, um, just with the length of the, the three series, the CHL finals, that uh, they all went six or seven games, is it nice to have that one extra day rest or will guys be chomping at the bit to get out there and would you have preferred to open it up on Friday? Well, absolutely. They're excited to go. Uh, kids would rather play than practice at this time of the year and, and uh, 
Uh, absolutely. Um, I think the extra day helped us. It was going to be a, you know, a flight and a, and a, and a bus ride uh, back for Game Seven across the province, which is another you know ten twelve hours of uh, of, uh, of travel time. So I, I think that rest has uh, been helpful. And uh, uh, you know today will be a uh, a work day today, and, and then the travel day tomorrow. Two good practices Thursday, Friday, and uh, ready to go for Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon. Coach, I uh, certainly appreciate your time and making the time for the Pipeline Show. Wish you the best of luck when you get out to Halifax. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it very much. Have a great day. Cheers. That's George Burnett, head coach GM of the Guelph Storm. My pick uh, to be crowned champions of the Memorial Cup this year. And a lot of it's based not just on their depth, but the, also their size. And I think the team that will get past a, a club like Prince Albert, uh, as an example, it's going to have to match them for uh, their size and their strength. And I think Guelph does that. So uh, I'm looking for the Storm to have a really strong tournament. They've been on such a roll. And have shown that they can uh, overcome adversity here. So uh, that's the reason that I'm picking the Guelph Storm. Up next, we head to the uh, number one ranked team and maybe the favorite going into the tournament, the Ruin Miranda Huskies. And uh, head coach Mario Pouliot, who you'll hear me ask him the question uh, during the interview, but I don't know if if it's ever happened uh, before. Uh, we've seen coaches win back-to-back Memorial Cups before. It's, it's a pretty short list of coaches who have done it. I don't know if a coach has done it with two different teams in back-to-back years. Last year, Mario Pouliot was the coach for the Acadie Bathurst Teton, and the uh, Titans won the Memorial Cup with him on the bench. Now he has a chance to win it again with the Huskies, and I don't know if uh, that's happened before. I asked uh, Pete Labardius, good friend of the show, and he's an encyclopedia when it comes uh, to the uh, to the Canadian Hockey League. He didn't think it had happened yet either. Uh, so this could be, could be, and I say that, because I don't know 100% for certain, uh, but it could be a historic tournament in that regard, should the Huskies uh, pull it off. We'll talk to Mario Pouliot about that and about the Huskies next here on the Pipeline Show. And up comes Trankovic. He's got speed. Trankovic breakaway to the backhand. Scores! Max Trankovic is second of the season, and it's 2-1. I'm Maxim Chaikovic of the St. John Sea Dogs, and this is the Pipeline Show. Nothing compares to the smile on a child's face after their wish has been granted. The Rainbow Society of Alberta is dedicated to granting wishes throughout the province to children who have been diagnosed with a life-threatening or severe chronic medical illness. And you can help too. View the wishes, refer a child, and donate at rainbowsociety.ab.ca or get involved as a volunteer. Having a wish come true fills a child's heart with hope and happiness. Visit rainbowsociety.ab.ca today.